Are you ready for retirement? Do you feel comfortable about your years of retirement? Many women don't feel ready or have some questions that need to be answered. Welcome to Women Seeking Blissful Retirement with Maria Lucasen. We've got some amazing guests and terrific ideas to make sure you are preparing and enjoying retirement. Now, here's your host, Maria Lucasen. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's show of the Women Seeking Blissful Retirement at the Empowerment Channel of Voice America. It's the largest radio platform in the world of talk radio shows. Welcome to all my listeners in the U.S. and Canada. But I know there's also many women in Europe, especially Germany, France, and uh, in all parts of the world, Australia and China that are listening. I'm so glad and happy, really, that there is a global community here that enjoys the conversations that I have with so many great experts and speakers. So anywhere you are listening to this show, I'm grateful that you are making time for you to find out more about the topic of retirement. It's my greatest pleasure to present this series of talk shows and bring subjects that will help you in planning and preparing for your next chapter in life. My name is Maria Lucasen and I am excited. I am a certified retirement coach and I help women find joy and meaning in retirement. Ideally, we make plans before we start that next phase in life. So after working for over 40 years, I am now able to do what I want, when I want, and where I want, because I retired just a few months ago. At the same time, I have also seen that how opening up about this next chapter for me has given many women a new perspective about retiring. And I am compelled to use my voice to bring awareness and motivate women to choose a vibrant lifestyle in the next chapter. And I feel that that is the legacy I want to leave. So if you are retiring this year or maybe did last year and have not prepared for the chapters, that new chapter in your life uh, and want to have the best time of your life, then I invite you to join my 90-day group program, Next Chapter Roadmap, that starts next month in July. So if you want to go from boredom to flourishing in your next chapter, then this 90-day program will help you unlock your activity blocks, turn ideas into action so you can stop spinning and start creating the happy retirement lifestyle that you want for 2023. So if you are interested in that, shoot me an email at maria at blissful-retirement.com and I will um, set up a conversation with you so we can uh, see if this is something that um, would uh, help you in your next chapter. 
and make it uh, the best time of your life. So today, I'm so excited to talk to uh, my speaker today, and she is somebody who loves to talk about how we can improve our health by doing something that we often do not like to do because we think it's, a, it's something that only men do, and that is uh, building muscle. So it's, it's going to be a really nice. The title for the show today is The Elegant Muscle Solution. So stay with me for uh, a, f- a few more minutes and I'm going to introduce you to her. But I wanted to start, as always, with the affirmation for this month. So if you don't know what an affirmation is, then here is a brief description. An affirmation opens the door. It's a beginning point on the path to change. In essence, you are saying to your subconscious mind, I am taking responsibility. I am aware that there is something I can do to change. So when I talk about doing affirmations, I mean consciously choosing words that will either help eliminate something from your life or help create something new in your life. So my affirmation for today is, okay, here we go. My body craves exercise and I honor my body wishes. Mm. I know we never want to do exercise. We all think um, that is... um, especially if we connect it with going to the gym and uh, we are not so happy in our body because we might have put a little bit extra weight on, then uh, we don't feel great if we, if we talk about exercising. But if we are in our generation and our age group right now, this is one of the things that we really need in order to... Um, live a long life and have a healthy life. So my guest today, we're going to talk about a way on how to do that, which is going to be so much fun. And her name is Kim Rahia. Kim, hello. How are you? I'm well, thanks. I'm really excited to be here with you and to share all about my muscle mission for ladies our age. Yes. So, and and I um, think that's a totally a cool way of thinking about our bodies as well as how we can improve our health without having um, maybe uh, to spend hours in the gym with where all, all the guys and the good girls are. But maybe it, it's, there is a different way how we can do that and uh, that creates the same results or even better results. So let me just introduce Kim uh, with her bio. So you have a little bit of an idea to who I'm speaking today. And then we will go right away in our um, uh, questions for today and our conversation about how building muscle is an elegant solution for our health. So Kim Rahir is a married mother of three grown children. 
And she was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis just before turning 50. Wow. That's a very uh, big impact on a personal life. The prospect of lifelong treatment and slow degradation of her physical abilities terrified her, and she decided to fight. Before her diagnosis, she had enjoyed physical exercise and decided she wasn't going to let her illness stop her. So she started training again. And soon she gained her strength back and experienced an unexpected area, array, sorry, of benefits ranging for physical strengths and ability to mental health and just feeling great. So she has been off her medication, been strong and healthy for six years now, and recently became a European champion in master's weightlifting. Wow. At that age, becoming a master's weightlifting, that takes a lot of commitment and a lot of time. It's her mission to inspire women of her age to start training, build muscle, and get strong, healthy, and happy. Kim, I'm so inspired with your bio, talking about what happened to you um, probably six, seven, eight years ago, which could have had a big impact on your life. And you turned it around and you became a European champion in master's weightlifting. Wow. Tell us a little bit more about that situation and, and how it, it, it sparked that uh, um, will to fight um, your physical condition. Yes, thanks. Thanks for sharing that. Um, I love um, hearing this uh, muscle story because I really wish it, it can inspire as many women as possible. Um, I was uh, a mother of three adolescent children. Um, I thought I was healthy um, and I had enjoyed, you know, for years of just being physically active, going to the gym a little bit, doing a bit of cardio. And then this disease struck me like from one day to the next. And yeah. it's really scary because you get all kinds of weird sensations in your limbs. And at some point I was actually paralyzed and in a wheelchair. Wow. Um, and it's so hard to describe, but uh, m many of the listeners might have been in similar terrifying situations. It just opens like opens a door in your soul and behind the, that door is only blackness. And because it's really so scary and you don't know what's going to happen. My kids were still young enough to need me. They had seen me in the hospital many times and I just didn't feel right. So I wanted to keep that door with the blackness behind it shut. And of course, doctors will tell you, ah, exercise, yeah, be careful, um, because it's just not part of, of their perspective. They think in terms of definitions of illnesses, and then they go to their lists of medications that they can give. Um, and I felt this need, I wanted to I wanted to move and I wanted to be strong. So I just went back to the gym. Uh, I ignored my doctor's advice of being like careful and maybe just a little bit of this and maybe some Pilates. I just went back there and started lifting weights again. And 
I felt so much better in and that's the amazing part. And that's going to be the same for almost everybody. It goes so fast. You start moving, you start training, and in a matter of a few weeks, you will be a different person. And I think that was the most important part of my journey was uh, my identity. I refused to accept or adopt the, the identity of a sick person. I just wanted to stay myself. I just wanted to be someone who's strong and fit. And I just did what a strong and fit person would do. And that way I became that person. Yes. And uh, you are the living example that if you want something different, if you think, okay, I, uh, I'm in a situation, I'm stuck and I'm feeling not happy and I'm feeling not healthy and I I don't want this kind of life that there are is a possibility if you want it if you really want it to change that uh, situation and make it so that you will feel vibrant and alive again and enjoying your life and um, that is really um, often the case and there are so many other ways on how we often get stuck somehow in our life and and the retirement situation could be one of those big transitions for many of us where we lose kind of our identity because we do not have a, a job anymore often we also have other things happening in our life like uh, the kids are growing up and they're leaving the house. Um, sometimes um, we have an, uh, um, a parent that is uh, ailing or sick or gets dementia and we need to take care of it. There's so many things happening in our life and we don't feel happy. But um, shifting uh, our thoughts and our energy in, in a way like you're going to describe uh, today is something that gives us a new uh, perspective on on life and how we can make our life again uh, more more meaningful and more happy. So that's uh, a, a, I love that kind of uh, story. Uh, from somebody uh, that has experienced uh, a big setback because multiple sclerosis, that can have a big impact on your life. I, I know plenty of women and, and, and men also who were diagnosed with this disease and who didn't get out of it uh, like you did. So that's amazing. Shifting your situation is amazing. So when you had uh, was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. How did you learn about the the health effects of the strength training that you were doing uh, to gain muscle, to get over your illness, and to get in the best shape of your life? Um, well, it was basically my own experience. Because I remember that the doctor said to be careful with exercise. The nurses said some exercise is good because with MS comes a lot of fatigue. 
and exercising gives you fatigue resistance. Um, I just noticed from myself that doing actual strength training and building muscle made me feel better like every week. Um, and that's when I decided that I wanted to share this experience. I wanted more women to have that that experience and feel stronger in such a simple way. I'm not saying it's easy, but it's simple because all you need to do is uh, train your muscle. So I qualified as a coach, as a personal trainer, and I started working with women, especially those who don't want to go to the gym because the, the starting point is crucial, especially for women our age. Um, and over time, um, in the research, it turned out that my experience is pretty normal. Uh, every study that is done on strength training, muscle building, finds a new advantage to this, a new health benefit. First, we only thought it was about supporting your skeleton, um, that it was clear that it was about lean body mass, which keeps up your metabolism, um, and then bone health. And that's extremely important for women our age. Yes. Um, but, but now we also know that muscle mass is crucial also for metabolic health. All the troubles that we hear about with um, blood sugar management in the body, insulin resistance, all these things um, are actually kept in check by enough muscle mass. I would don't, don't want to get too nerdy. I'll just briefly say that um, your liver and your muscle mass are the big stores in your body for sugar. So if you have enough muscle, you have a big store for sugar. So you will never have trouble with too much sugar circulating in your system because it will always go into your muscles first. The more muscle you have, the better your blood sugar management system. And then there's one other benefit. And I think that's a very important one. And that's been proven time and time again by science. Your mental health improves when you do strength training. Now, full disclosure, there is no knowledge as of yet what the mechanism behind this is. So we don't know why it works, but we know 100% that it works. People who start strength training, they report less anxiety, less depression, better moods. So there's no doubt about that. And frankly, I don't care so much about knowing the mechanism as long as I know this is the outcome that I can achieve, that I'm just going to do it. Yes, exactly. Um, you, you, you noticed the result of what you were doing and the more people will be able to um, confirm and have the same experience that's all what it counts all the science behind why something uh, works in a certain way and especially if it's with say um mental health which has to do with our brains um it takes a long time to figure things out it's it 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 might be easier to look at other functions in the body but if it's mental and why it has an impact there um that's not so easy in science to uh, really quantify or say, okay, this is why it is happening. So, uh, but yes, definitely when I go to the gym, I feel great. 
when I have done my exercises and I'm not yet in a situation that I'm using the weights there to build muscle. I would love to have more muscle so I can show more of uh, and and have a, a just a better toned body. And building muscle mass is not just to tone the body, but as you say, it has a, a much bigger impact on uh, the health of your body, especially uh, if it's looking at the storing of sugar, because that's what we often um, connect when we have, say, when we have overweight, when we are obese, it's not just the fat, it's also because we are eating way too much sweet stuff. And that has to sit somewhere, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Um, it will also um, improve your sleep, for example, if you start strength training. And when you're better rested, when you have high quality sleep, you will get less sugar cravings because that's just one of uh, the body's ways to react to an energy deficit. And it will try to make up for lost sleep um, with sugar and you know you will after a bad night's sleep you will be much more likely to crave sugar during the day than than after a good night's sleep and yeah. training and strength helps with sleep too oh yes uh and uh, i i do know that um when you exercise even when it's it's just 10 minutes and i often do that at home um something simple uh, for 10 minutes, uh, I feel better during the day. And it, it, uh, at, at the end of the day, it, uh, it makes my body feel tired and say, hey, it's time to go and rest. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, because you're using energy, um, isn't it? And th that's uh, um, what, what we need um, in order to do the movements of building muscle. So can you tell us a little bit more um, why it is so important, first of all, uh, besides what you said here, why just for the middle-aged women? Why is it more important, I would say, for somebody in our age group than for the young women who are in their 20s and 30s? Yeah. Um, first of all, I, of course, think it's important for for anybody and you want to start sure. as soon as possible even as a young woman but at, in middle age it can very very quickly be become a question of life and death and i know that sounds very dramatic but there's um just one example why this is so crucial um we lose muscle mass from our 35th birthday onwards um at an accelerated rate um so if we don't do anything, we will become pretty weak um, and have problems with posture and all sorts of things. And of course, all the other health problems we talked about before, the blood sugar, the mental health. So we are losing muscle mass at an accelerated rate. So when you're in middle age, you need to really fight all out to slow that loss of muscle mass down. It's a fight. You have to do anything that you can to, to hold on to your precious muscle mass. And let me just go on a little tangent here because um, that's also 
a very big danger with the yo-yo dieting and the crash dieting that so many women do because they realize that their bodies are changing, they're gaining weight, and they don't know really what's happening. And then they go on crash diets uh, because they want to lose the excess weight very quickly. And when you do that, you just eat into your muscle mass and you become weaker every time you do that. And then maintaining your weight will become harder every time you do a crash diet because your metabolism gets really throttled. So that's that's a very important part. We want to hold on to our muscle mass for dear life, for all the other health aspects I mentioned. And then there's one other point um, that often gets overlooked. And that's the risk of falls. And that starts in middle age. Falls are vicious and falls are deadly. There are some very scary numbers um, of how many people die within a year after a fall where they, for example, break a hip or, or, the, or the femur because you become immobilized and you become dependent. And that's a very, very rapid downhill slippery slope. And fall prevention is also one of the effects that you get from being strong and muscular because your body's used to moving, to carrying itself, to controlling uh, various positions in space. Um, and I actually do fall prevention with all my clients. It's a, it's a non-negotiable. And it's not even fall prevention, which is a nice expression, but it's actually fall reaction training. We need to train our body to be able to react to sudden changes in in posture or positioning because anybody can trip and as you, you know a kid falls and jumps up we fall and we might be in hospital for a year so it's really extremely important to keep your body in a position in a state where it can deal with these situations um, and actually where you feel like if you take a little tumble or a, or a little trip that you sort of land like a cat and you get up and you're fine. <laughs> you land like a cat. I, You know, I like that you include that uh, when you do your trainings um, because that indeed is uh, something that I hear so often from friends, I have personal friends. I have older friends which have a mom or somebody where the person falls. And sometimes the first and the second time, it all goes well. They get back up and um, they have some bruises and then it's it's okay. But if they fall two, three times, all of a sudden there is indeed, often it's breaking a hip, having a fracture in the hip. And that can be uh, sometimes uh, the the last thing that happens because uh, recovering from a hip fracture when you are getting older is not so easy anymore. And like you say, it's then not just the physical condition that is um, needing uh, energy and food and um, has to heal but it also keeps you um, stuck to your home or uh, a place where you can recover 
but uh, it's it 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 isolates you from things that you would love to do and have been doing before, and that can lead to depression and all that is often the first um, step into uh, the yeah living and uh, not living your life anymore and uh you're on your way to um your last days weeks in life um uh, unfortunately that's what what often happens so if you can show people how to fall and um uh, catch themselves when they uh have an a, a movement somewhere that they didn't expect because that's what usually happens and then uh, you still are able to um, get up and say, "Okay, I um, I learned this, and I I am good to go." Um, I like that. So less fractures from hips. And I had a fracture in my humerus two years ago because I fell oh. while I was running, and I just thought to do the clever thing, and um, yeah, and then you still have fractures so that's that's awesome that you take that in your in your training um so building muscle and um how do you do that you, you do uh really do say uh presses with your arms and lifting dumbbells or um is uh, how do you go about that with your your clients when you talk well, about uh, building muscle yes um, it totally depends on what you enjoy doing um, some of my clients love going to the gym and they just do a gym program where they use the weights and it's something new for many women because so many go to the gym and because they don't feel at ease and they're not sure what to do they end up on the elliptical or the treadmill um, and they never make use of all the equipment that is there so the ones that like going to the gym i design programs for them that include dumbbells and and barbells and the machines um, and they love it but most women don't really want to go to the gym and i have them work out at home and you can get Mighty strong, build a lot of muscle without any equipment at all. You just use your body weight um, and you train with that. And you can train like that for a year and become stronger and stronger without needing any equipment. What you want to do is you want to load the muscle. It has to have time under tension uh, where it works. And the basic movements are just pushing and pulling, carrying, getting up from the floor, you know, carrying your body weight or moving it around in certain ways. And that will make you strong and also in very natural and functional ways because um, you mentioned um, bodybuilding when we talked. Uh, bodybuilding is like, has very aesthetic objectives. So you work on tiny muscles to make them look a certain way. Um, that's not what I do. What I do is totally functional. So you want to build muscle, but you want it to be functional, to work for you in your everyday life, the way that you move. 
for you to be able to carry your groceries, to walk upstairs. So many of my clients, after a few weeks of training, they say, oh, my God, I didn't know that you could walk upstairs and just feel good and not be huffing and puffing and and having like achy knees or 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 tired legs um it's really for everyday functioning that we want to build that muscle and you can do that at home and without dumbbells or a big gym pretty easily and i think that's important because so many women are sort of shy of going to the gym and I understand that you know you want to maybe you haven't moved your body in a long time you want to be you know not under watchful eyes or what you perceive as such and you just want to sort of get it going quietly in your corner until you feel better about yourself and more confident with your movements right okay um yes okay I um I'm, I I would like to um just um building muscle you know when i think of building muscle uh is most of the time uh when you think about it it's um you are you can see your muscle it looks like if you are getting bigger in certain parts like your arms or your or your legs or and and I just for say from walking the stairs, uh, just um, I'm not sure if that will do the trick for that's not I mean, it's maybe it's just my thinking, you know. Um, so um, that's why I was thinking earlier on about uh, I, I mentioned the bodybuilding ladies who indeed just do it for their uh, appearance. Um, that there are health benefits with it, of, of course. Uh, if you do uh, a certain number uh, or repetitions of a certain movement, it's it's it all helps you with uh, maintaining the body mass, maintaining uh, not just muscle but also your bones will gain more um, strength when you do these kind of things and, and so and that's uh, a really an, a, a big benefit of doing exercise no matter what kind if it is just walking the stairs um, in, a, in a certain way or um, going to the gym yeah so how does that uh, um, um, I mean many might be afraid that when you say, okay, building muscle mass, that that is going to be the end result and that's not what they are looking for. Yes, it's a it's a very good point that you make because especially the women of our generation, we haven't been brought up in a culture where physical strength is a female quality or virtue, right? For us, yeah. when we hear muscle mass, we think, oh my God, maybe we even have images of of female bodybuilders who who look like they're not from this world. Um, and it's still, I mean, it's getting better now, but the idea is still around that if a woman lifts weights, that she's going to be um, bulky, bulky and, and, and chubby, which um, it just isn't. 
the case. It doesn't work that way. When I say muscle mass, I'm talking about a healthy amount of muscle compared to the amount of fat that you carry in your body. Um, and the more muscle you have, the easier it is for you to, to carry that body. Um, and women cannot become bulky. I mean, there are always outliers, but um, in, in our majority, we can lift as much as we want. We will not be looking, uh, I don't know, like Schwarzenegger. And it's also something to keep in mind. Just, just remember this. The, the men who want to look like really bulky, they spend hours and hours and hours in the gym and still they're fighting to get that look and still they're not where they want to be. So if we as women train 20 minutes a day, how are we going to achieve that? Other people are dreaming of that. Men are dreaming of getting that. We have a genetic disposition that makes it extremely hard for us to, to look bulky um, and still so many women think if they're going to touch a one pound dumbbell, their, their bicep is going to blow up. It's just physically and biologically not possible. Yeah, um, th that's in, in, indeed the thing. On the other hand, I also know from women, for example, uh, I went for lunch with a friend yesterday and, and we went to look for some uh, nice dresses afterwards. And uh, she said, I can't wear a dress without sleeves anymore because my arms don't look good anymore when I have a sleeveless top on. And then I thought, ooh, wow, isn't that a shame that you can't wear something what you would like to wear just because you think you don't look good any anymore in that part of your body. So my thinking immediately was, okay, maybe if you do some uh, lifting of um, a, a one pound, whatever, um, you might be able to um, feel better about your arms because you might be able to uh, indeed get more muscle mass in the arm and then it might look good again. What do you think? Definitely, you will get a more toned look all over your body. That this toned look that everybody talks about, women like to say toned because they don't want to say uh, muscle. Yeah. Um, but that's basically was what toned means, is that you have a bit more muscle and you have it directly under your skin. So more muscle, less fat, and then you will look great. And it's something um, that happens qu quite easily, actually. You cannot build huge muscle as a, as a woman, you will not get huge bulky biceps. But I have quite a few clients who don't really want to lose much weight. They just want to recompose their body, which means they want less body fat and a little bit more lean muscle mass. Um, and you can tell in their photos after a few weeks, the change is visible. The change is visible. So That kind of training where you build muscle um, is much more effective to look better than, for example, uh, long hours of cardio, because long hours of cardio will probably 
uh, reduce your muscle mass and you might lose a bit of weight, but you will not have that toned look. You could be actually quite, quite flabby even when you run for hours every week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, yes, it's, it's uh, cardio exercise is, is good. We all, we, that's something we need too. Um, but it's not uh, the same uh, look for your body uh, if you only do cardio and you don't uh, use any um, way of building uh, strengths uh and by either using uh your own body weight or by using um weights like uh like a dumbbell or something something like that and um what i also think is that um many women um think the only way to um lose weight is by doing um, the the cardio exercises, by going running, by going bike riding, by doing Zumba and all that kind of things. But um, I think, um, like you say, um, it might be better to lose your uh, weight in a different way or your fat, at least in a different way, and to build muscle instead of what you're eating and put and storing it as, as fat. Uh, it's a very, very important shift, actually, also in the mindset. Um, because when you go out and do a lot of cardio, uh, your mind tells you, I have to, I have to burn this. Many women actually have this direct thinking, okay, I ate a piece of cake, so now I have to go for a long walk. Or um, yes. I had a big meal, so now mm -hmm. I have to go on the elliptical for an hour. But it's a mindset where you want to reduce, where you want to shrink, where you want to burn. Um, and I think that's my, my personal feeling about this, a mindset where you want to sort of destruct or deconstruct something um, is much harder to stick to than a positive attitude of, saying, I want to build something, I want to build strength. Um, it's a positive thing that you do, and you can not think about how to punish yourself for stuff that you've eaten. You will look at food as fuel for your workouts and for building that muscle. So it's a positive, it's a constructive mindset. And that makes it a lot easier, actually, because it's it's more empowering. Um, it's it's more fun. It's simply more fun. So you don't go counting calories and then trying to run them off, but you're actually building something and there's nothing more empowering than building something. I I totally agree. I, I like how you in, uh, use the thinking process of, um, because yes, we are all grown up, especially the majority of us women that, okay, Eating uh, is, is uh, we consume food and often here uh, we don't eat the right things because that's how, what we got when we were younger. We, we do not all have the healthy food habits, but eating food, not just for um, staying alive, 
but um, having food to fuel your workout is a different way of looking at why you are eating. And, um, and, and that might indeed give you the incentive too to eat something different as what you have been doing right now by um, making um, maybe a fast food or um, something like that, you know. And, and now you might think, okay, maybe I should eat a salad uh, with some chicken or some salmon or whatever. But um, and, and, and that will give you already a great start for uh for your workout for your routine so I, I i like how you you say that uh that mindset uh that that we need in, in indeed to to do something um because you need to do it more as once it's not just something that you do once it, it's going to be a kind of a lifestyle change isn't it when you start looking at how uh, how often do you need to do these exercises every day, once a week? You know that that are things that people, uh, yeah, not not think of. It's it's changing uh, your appearance and how you feel. Your health requires a commitment, a lifelong commitment. How do you see that? Absolutely, absolutely, and I think um, there's a, a problem in our culture right now because uh so many people i mean we're led to believe that there are quick fixes um and that we can sort of get our dream body if we just do this one thing if we just take this one supplement or if we just change this this one habit um a good example is intermittent fasting um which is fine there's nothing wrong with intermittent fasting um but for many people, it's also a way of trying to avoid change. So you reduce your eating or feeding window, but you don't change what you eat. And that's how, uh, for many women, actually, what happens is it works for a week or two, sometimes for a month, and then intermittent fasting stops working because there is not enough really deep change in their habits um, to make the change in, in, in their body happen. And I think the trick to stay the distance is to focus more on the process and less on the outcome. There's so much talk about goals and what you want to achieve and that you can achieve anything you want. And if you just want it enough, you will get there. Um, and it's all very nice. It sounds very... Um, very inspiring and yes we want these goals but what you really have to embrace is the process so if I tell you the story about a woman who gets up every morning um, at seven and then she makes breakfast for her family um, and she kisses her kids goodbye and tells her husband she loves him and then she goes to work out and then she comes home and she makes lunch and then she um, reads a book and then she goes to bed at eight. Like, you know, a daily grind is nothing about an adventurous story, no huge breakthroughs, just some very, very healthy, regular habits. I think that's a happy life, but it's very hard to sell these days. 
um, what people want is like the great overhaul, the big breakthrough, the fantastic goal that you've reached and the 30 kilos you've lost. But if you really want those goals, what you have to focus on is the process, the daily grind, and you have to embrace it and you have to learn how to love it. And that will make you a happy person because you will be loving what you're doing. If you're doing stuff like eating differently and exercising just because you feel you have to in order to be healthy, but you're not really happy with the process, just waiting for something to happen, um, then it will be very difficult to stay the distance. But if you embrace the daily activity and you make it part of your life and you make it part of your identity, then the whole process is going to be fun, enjoyable, and On top of this, you will probably reach your preferred outcome much faster. Ah, I like that last piece, uh, reach your goal or your desired outcome much faster. Yeah, often um, we are waiting for uh, something to happen and we want to have it now. We want to have it or tomorrow, but not something happening in three or four months time. And um, as you say, um, loving your daily life, your daily routine, your daily grind is making it more fun to do and and giving you uh, the good feelings about it. And it doesn't have to be something spectacular uh, for anybody else. It is for you and you need to feel good about it. And uh, that's the main thing that we always keep comparing ourselves to what other people like and are doing or not doing. And uh, that's uh, uh, yeah something that is totally not necessary. We can live a happy life, the, the life we want. So I, I would like to ask you, do you have a tip for our listeners, how they can get started. If they have never done any strength training before, what would you say is the first thing they should look into? Um, Yeah, that's a difficult one because if you've never done anything before, um, then you probably want to have someone guide you who knows how to work with a beginner. You can start with very simple calisthenics on your own if you're healthy enough, if you don't have any limitations, um, which means you can do some body weight squats, um, some wall push-ups, for example, and and some core strengthening exercises like the plank. Um, You could start with that. Um, But the, the most effective and efficient way to get started is probably to have someone guide you um, just to make sure you're starting at the level you are at because that's something I see quite often and I find that actually heartbreaking uh, when women want to change they want to do something they want to exercise and you know if you google something um, like building muscle you will find all sorts of really wonderful perfect workouts on YouTube, but they might not be right for you where you are at at this point in your life. And if that's the, the point of entry, 
it's that's a crucial a crucial moment where you start because you don't want to get hurt when you start you want to ease into it and you want to exercise according to your abilities so if you're reasonably fit and you know a bit, little bit how to move go for wall push-ups air squats and planks but if you have been sedentary for a very long time um, and have never done body weight exercises or just you know are new to exercise i think you you're really better off finding someone to guide you at least for the starting time to make sure um, that that you don't hurt yourself that you start in a in a healthy wholesome way and then you can gather momentum from there and then you'll be fine then you can keep going forever i hope yeah yeah exactly exactly because like i i i i mentioned already it's not just something that you will be doing for a couple of months or half a year the, the purpose really is to uh, find to, a way to uh, enjoy it so you will be doing it for the rest of your life. So I, um, how can the audience get in touch with you if they have any questions on how to build more muscle mass and feel more energetic, have a better health and a uh, how can they get in touch with you? The first thing you can do is um, look at my at my website. It's Kim Rahir, so my name, .com. Um, there you'll find some resources also. Um, and you can book a call with me if you want to. And it's very easy also to find me on Facebook, also with my name, Kim Rahir. And then you can send me a message um, and yeah, we'll just have a conversation, find out where you're at and, and what your goals are and, and how to get you there. Okay, yes. Uh, so that's uh, great to know that you are on Facebook. So anybody who can, uh, I guess on Facebook, can find you there and find information on uh, what we are, what, uh, how you can help women um, with, um, with building muscle mass the, the better way and, and not just looking at YouTube videos and things. So is there something that you would like to give to our audience where you say, okay, read this. This is a, a something that I, uh, I think will be very helpful to understand um, why building muscle mask is good. Yes, definitely. I have um, a free guide where it's called Balance Your Hormones in Five Steps and Five Simple Steps. And it actually takes you through the steps that you need um, to take to get your body fighting fit, even in middle age. Um, and everything is much simpler than you might think. It's got nothing to do with supplements, um, but it's extremely powerful. And if you go through these five steps in the guide, you can feel so much more uh empowered and and healthier and happier and stronger more confident uh, in a relatively short time excellent excellent um don't we all want to feel more confident and and uh, good in our body so thank Kim. thank you for making time to share with us all your experiences and your uh, enthusiasm of 
becoming healthy and creating body mass um, the easy way. I don't want to say the easy way because it's uh, it's going to be easy. It might be for a lot of us uh, uh, taking time and uh, more to do, but it, for it might be easy if we can do it in a place um, all by ourselves as that we have to go to the gym or to a class or whatever. So I think that might inspire, I hope, a lot of our uh, ladies that are listening to say, hey, I don't have to go to the gym and I still can create a body that will look good because I have been building muscles the elegant way. So thank you so much for being on this episode today. Thank you, Kim. Thank you for having me. It was my pleasure. Okay. Uh, ladies, thank you for taking the time to tune in to today's episode here. Um, I, as you know, you can reach me by emailing me at maria at blissful-retirement.com if you have any questions about this topic, if you have any questions about a 90-day program where I can help you uh, plan and prepare uh, and find your purpose or your new identity for your retirement. And that is starting next month in July. So feel free to uh Talk to me either by sending me an email or if you uh, are on Facebook, uh, join me in my Facebook group or just send me a direct message there and uh, we'll get in touch. So for today, this is the end of the show. Uh, you can find it on all. Um, we will do. Sorry, you will. Um, next month, there will be a new speaker. Uh, on a different topic. I can't tell you yet who that's going to be, uh, but um, for sure um, you can uh, listen and find inspiration and new ways, perspectives on certain topics uh, again. So I hope you enjoyed my conversation today with Kamera here. And I uh, look forward to talking to you again uh, on Wednesday. It's always the last Wednesday of the month. So you all have a wonderful, wonderful rest of the day and a month ahead. And I'll talk to you again soon. Take care. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Women Seeking Blissful Retirement. Your host, Maria Lukasen, will return with another show on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Together, we'll help you enjoy better retirement.